sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. Happy birthday, Sean. <laughs> Why, thank you, kind sir. Yeah, I know it was yesterday, but it's the podcast week, so whatever. Happy birthday, big guy. 37. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'm getting old. Getting yeah. old, buddy. 37. You're almost over the hill. <laughs> I think if 35 is the hill, I'm starting to like slip slope down the hill. I'm pretty sure the hill's 40, and then it's just downhill from there. Okay, that's fair. I still have a few years of climbing then. That's yeah, good yeah. to know. Yeah, you mean you still got color in your hair, and you still got a full <laughs> head of hair, so you got that going for you, which is nice. It's funny, like, I don't know if you've had this happen to you, but with your birthday, when you get, like, age-appropriate gifts, you know what I mean? So, like, when you're a little kid, you get, like, little to- like toys and cool stuff. So, Crystal got me something that's so awesome, and... I think that it will carry me into retirement quite nicely. She got me a metal detector. <laughs> like to like so to that bring I can go fuck. Oh fuck even... yeah, I can go metal detector like I love coins, I love gold and silver, all that kind of shit. So I'm going to be going out and fucking hunting these precious metals and meteorites. I can go fucking meteorite hunting Thomas. I just need to find a strong field and then I'm all set up. Can you can you just dress appropriate for for this? So I'm talking sunblock Khaki only shirts. on the nose a big fedora that's made of straw an unbuttoned yeah. hawaii t-shirt and socks and sandals and so it'll be shorts. a mix between the guy who owns jurassic park and the guy who fucks up jurassic park by stealing eggs a hundred percent you gotta yeah you gotta, I, you gotta toe that line and 100%. you're gonna be a really old man about it that's all i ask <laughs> if you're gonna do the old man things of medical me, metal detectors at the beach then you gotta dress the bit. It's like when you see you know new, I will. It's like you, those new dad videos where the guy just puts on like the button-down shirt, the cargo shorts, and then the high socks with New Balance. Like it's hilarious. I think you should just dive right in. I plan to. I'm even. I need to find some kind of satchel so that I can put the things I find in the satchel as well. I fucking. I'm excited. I love this shit, buddy. Like I've wanted a metal detector since I was a child. And now I'm finally at an, in an age group where I have one and I'm so fucking excited to use it. I can't wait. I, I started building it yesterday because it comes in a box and you got to build the motherfucker. And there's like this little instruction booklet. It's so crazy. Like you break down by type of metal and like get this. So there's a sound like you've seen the fucking shit. You know, it's like when you find something. Mm. So there's actually like an advanced pro mode where you hear the size of it through the sound so you know if it's a small little one or a big one based on the like frequencies that it pops out that's high level shit i'm gonna need to practice before i get to that point but it's pretty exciting shit next time i come over i'm just gonna hide random random metal shit in your backyard like just to see. oh i can't wait i encourage that yeah just <laughs> just dig up holes bury a piece of like copper rod and then just carry on <laughs> I'm sure I'll have it on a shelf somewhere with all of the other cool little ch- random chunks of metal that I find. <laughs> I mean, you know, <coughs> big. I hope you find something elaborate and amazing. I will. Oh, I will. I need to like, I don't know the laws on what you can metal detect and what you can't. 
So I got to figure out some of that. I, I didn't know that there were laws to even think about, like, I didn't even know that that was a thought process. No, well, I'm guessing like, to me, like some of the best places to look would be like historical sites, especially in Edmonton. Like we don't have that much history here. If you're in Europe, metal detecting, there's shit everywhere. If you're in places where wars have been fought, there's shit everywhere. But in Alberta, there really isn't a lot of like crazy shit history that's happened here. You know what I mean? So I need to know if I can go to like the old spots and check them out. I know like when you say laws, you didn't know there was laws. I know there's some laws, like you're not supposed to go metal detecting in cemeteries you're not supposed to do it in other certain places, right? Yeah. But, well, yeah, stay out of cemeteries. That's for damn sure. Because <laughs> odds are you're going to find like some medallion and then you're going to be haunted forever. So don't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just be careful out there. I, I don't know. Like maybe you're going to go full Indiana Jones on us. On, you're already talking about a satchel and then. What's next? A fedora and a leather jacket. This should be in a museum. You know, I, I do like that. Like I've said to you before, when I find a cool ass collectible, I hear the Indiana Jones in the back of my head. Um, but I mean, you're not running. I also am totally. like a magpie where I like shiny things. Yeah. But you're not like running from a giant boulder. You're more exchanging money with some guy. Going, I would like to purchase this. Here you go, sir. I don't think it syncs up as well as you may think. <laughs> I had I had to really think about that. I was like, have I run from a boulder that was falling? I have not yet. Yet. I feel but like Indiana that's Jones. No. <laughs> he's older than me. Well, you should know, but it, it's something you should ponder for a second too. Because if you forgot the time that the boulder was coming after you, you you know, you should probably remember that shit. That's why I had to do a second take. 100%. Um, Speaking of cool gifts, um, well, I didn't get you anything yet, mostly because shipping is a pain in the ass. But one of these (laughs) You've gotten me cousinhood. Yeah, it's a gift that keeps on giving. But I did have a buddy's birthday recently, and uh, my buddy and I split the gift, and we nailed it. So my buddy, Big Tomo, loves taking baths. I'm not sure if you're a bath guy or not, but my buddy Mo yeah. loves fucking baths. So <laughs> we were talking like for like a week, like, what do we get him? He always does so much. Like he cooks for us. He makes us these like tomahawk steaks. He does all these things for us all the time. And whenever we offer to like return the favors, I'm like, don't even bother. I'm like, just like for fuck's sake. So what do you do for a guy that just like, is just a good old heart, a good guy. What you do is, you get him a series of bath bombs for his tub and a rubber ducky and a bottle of tequila. That's so, amazing. So, like, at the local mall, you probably have it in West Ed. It's a place called Lush. And all it is is, like, bath bombs and solvents and things to make bath time fun. And, like, I right. went in there. And my buddy and I were like, we're going to spend money on this. So, like, my buddy Zach, before uh, I go to the store, he goes, like, listen, like, Spend like a hundred bucks, hundred like let's we're gonna spend some money on this. It's Mo, like, all right, I'm gonna split it. All right, so I go and I start talking to this guy, the guy at the store. I got his name is Adrian, nice guy. I go like, yeah, hey, what's your name? He goes Adrian. I go, all right, Adrian. Here's the deal. I know nothing about bath baths. I know nothing about bath bombs. I'm a shower guy, but my buddy Mo fucking loves baths, and I want to get him some nice bath bombs. What do you got? Show me around. Like, what can we do here? He goes. We got like gift sets. 
And I go like, all right, show them off to me. So right away, he shows me like the most expensive gift set, like $130 or something. It comes yeah. with like eight different bath bombs and like four different like bubble bath bombs. And he's just giving me the whole sales pitch. I'm just like, Adrian, relax. You got the sale, buddy. Wrap it up. Let's do it. So yeah. But and now with the downside of getting this gift to my from my buddy Mo is um he'll send us pictures of him in the tub every single time <laughs> he's getting having a bath. He goes, using your, your your gift, or he like FaceTimed us the other day, just like, look at this. Oh my god. <laughs> so I gotta deal with that. That's amazing. I think that it's a good way to appreciate a gift like that is to send people some love while you're enjoying the gift, I guess. <laughs> Bath bombs is one of those risque ones, but it's funny that you like say all this just because I have a relationship with Bath Bombs and with Lush. And so uh, for my birthday, my best friend, as you know, Kieran, I'm sure you wouldn't mind talking about Kieran again because we talk about him often. He I'm got me good. a selection of Bath Bombs and a sick-ass old dinosaur coin that goes very well with a dinosaur coin that I bought recently. So nice. I'm like, I get to fucking bath. Like, I love bath bombs. I, I know you're a shower guy. I, I'm a shower guy for the most part. But every once in a while, I feel like being a cowboy who just finished an expedition. I'll fucking go run a nice bath. You see, the thing with bath bombs is you fill the bathtub, you sit your ass in it, and then you drop the bomb and watch what it does and see how, like, you smell good. It smells good. I'm super fucking into bath bombs to the point where I love when I'm out at a party and bath bombs somehow come up and I'm like, I fucking love bath bombs. And someone else is like, like another dude's like, Oh, you fucking like bath bombs. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, I fucking love bath bombs. And you're a bitch for not loving bath bombs. I defend the bombs. Lush is the shiznit. There's no substitution for lush. You shout it out to them a little bit. I'll shout it to them as a fucking, I love that store. And I have no shame walking in there with another man and both of us pre-selecting our fucking nice, nice smelling bath bombs together. And then like, I, I don't have any, the first time I was a little bit like, uh, I feel a little weird going in, but mm -hmm. now I'm like, line me up. The people are always so friendly and helpful and shit too. Love bath bombs. Can you break it down for me? Like what does a bath bomb do? Well, okay. So they put all kinds of different shit in them. It just ultimately it's for just smelling good, but there's other things in them too. Like I got a seaweed one. There's like chunks of seaweed in it and it like is really, really good for your skin too. Like me working in the trades, my hands get like rough as shit and cuts everywhere and stuff like that. So it's just a, like a healing sensation, not to mention like, you know, how there's like a shit ton of people into essential oils for their like properties of healing and relaxation. And there's those in there as well. So you, you smell good. It relaxes. Like sometimes I'll just lay there with my eyes. So sometimes I'll put a show on and sit in there. Cause when you use a bath bomb, you don't want to waste a bath bomb. You don't want to go and have like a fucking five minute bath. And you're like, shit, that was a waste. You like make an event out of it. Kind of chill, have, you know, yeah. a bath beer if you're so inclined. No, no, exactly. No, that sounds kind of nice. I, since seeing the bath bombs, I was kind of like, all right, I see the appeal here. Like, yeah. Well, and it just like the water looks cool. Like it's an experience that in ways it, it reminds you of the pathways in your brain that you've long since closed off of being a child and having a bath with like toys and rubber duckies and all that. Like 
it it reopens that pathway in your brain to be like enjoy that experience because it's an experience you know usually we have a shower we're trying to get fucking clean you know what yeah. i mean that's why we shower it's we fucking work we stink we got to get rid of the fucking stink having a bath with a bath bomb is a different experience you're like just enjoying the shit out of it i don't know what to say it smells I, goddamn it, good it just sounds really nice I, and then like the first picture my buddy sent us all we see is his legs and like the color change of the uh, of the bath but it looked like fluorescent yellow like really like yeah fucking yellow so it just looked like he pissed in the tub and was showing us a picture of it <laughs> It was kind of gross, but then he was like, no, 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 it's the bath bomb. Yeah, sure, fuck, Mo. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> There's, like, ones that you don't realize have glitter in them, and that's a little dangerous, because you'll buy, like, this bath bomb that's, like, a solid, like, white, and you're like, yeah, fuck, I'll take one of those. Why not? Let's try it out. And then, you then come you're out sitting in the bathtub, and it, like, well, it comes out in layers, right? So the water attacks the bath bomb, and it, like, it's, like, gets really fizzy and explodes bit by bit, layer by layer. And then there'll be like a core layer that is just gold glitter. So you're like, what the fuck? Like you get out and you're like a Greek God. Cause you're glimmering in the fucking light. It's, it is what it is. How long does that stay on your skin? Like, do you have to like, you just like shiny for like a few, a few days or into the next shower or whatever. Usually I would say at the longest three weeks, because you usually go three weeks between bathing and showering. So it's once you have bath bomb smell on you, you don't want to lose it. So you try to hang on to it as long as you can by no longer bathing or showering in any way. But that sounds fair. That That is. Uh, no, I'm just fucking fair. around. And it, it honestly doesn't last. Like I'll have a shower after a bath and then it's all fucking gone. But the smell still kind of stays on you. Yeah. That sounds kind of nice. I'm be- not going to lie. You're kind of selling me on it. Like even like. Like looking at what we got, my buddy, because like he got the big fucking gift set. Yeah. Like even that like was pretty appealing to me. It's sick. Like when I got bath bombs yesterday, I was like, fuck yeah. Like I just it smells good, man. It's nice to relax. I haven't had a bath all summer because I'm too fucking busy and like I'm showering or to get clean these days. You know what I mean? I'm not doing it for relaxation, but I have bath bombs in the bank account now, and I will be spending them. Out of boy, I like that. Um, speaking of Kieran, we got emails this week, and one of whom is from Kieran. And I really want to. I'm going to read this one because um, I'm going to make fun of him in a second. <laughs> All right. So he uh, subject of the email: the email you never knew you needed. Boy, he doesn't know what he's getting himself into. Hey That's guys. Awesome. I was just wondering if Tom has just, has had the chance to bless his life with Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog yet. It's free on YouTube. Also, I'm loving the show. I think my favorite episode was number 13, and I anticipate the day uh, another great episode like that graces the airwaves. My other question would be if you guys could be one captain of any Star Trek series, which would you be? Keep up the good work, guys. Much love, homies. Kieran, sent from my iPhone. So here's the thing. He says episodes 13 is his favorite, which he was on. And that makes sense. (laughs) But if he remembered being on the episode, he'd know that we already talked about Dr. Horrible sing-along blog yet and that I have seen it. And we actually talked about it a little bit in depth when he was on the fucking show. (laughs) 
That's awesome. <laughs> like I read that and I was just like, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> talked about this. Sean didn't like it because you overplayed it. I really liked it. And then we got into Doctor Who a bit. We got into a series of doctors that we were both fans of. What the fuck, Kieran? Way to be a fan. <laughs> of his own episode, too, <laughs> yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> Jesus. The audacity. <laughs> so I'll let you take a crack at his question. I'm sure he already knows your answer, but all right. So if you could be uh, one captain from any Star Trek series, which would you be? And I, I might be wrong, but did we not talk about this on the episode? I feel like on? we did. Maybe this was the point of his email was to try to like get this one to be as good as 13. I feel like it was like a plotted email in that sense now that I'm feeling because I feel like we might have talked about that in that episode specifically. I, like it was his goal just like, hey, you know, what was some good stuff. Let's just repeat all the stuff from my episode. That'll make this one good. What I think he's trying to do is make his episode the most downloaded episode we have. So he's just like, yeah, maybe if you check out number 13 and like, you know, this stuff. So I can say this about like that episode in particular. One thing that was fucking great about it was the title, Two Sides of a Ham Sandwich. That was all ham. I I got that from him. I'll give credit. credit. It was really fucking funny, though. I'm just saying like, other than that, yeah, he's that's my bestie. He wants yeah. to be part of things. He feels left out. If you haven't checked out that episode, it's available on all of our providers, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that fun stuff. But yeah, I would like to make one more comment uh, in a Kieran kind of way. So, you know, I had my birthday last night. Mm-hmm. He was over. My dad was over. Nice. And so at one point he turns to my dad and he's like, oh, Steve, curious question did Sean invite you into his hockey pool? Cause he didn't invite me knowing that my dad's like a huge hockey fan. And my dad's like, no, and I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like he was like, had the look on his face. Like, fuck you. Fuck you, Sean, for not inviting me into your fucking hockey pool. I'm like, first of all, it's not my fucking hockey. Pool. There, there's still Second time. Does he want to play? Well, this is the thing. He doesn't fucking like pay attention to hockey at all. He doesn't know any other fucking teams. I I influence him on knowing something about the Oilers and his dad influences him knowing something about the Bruins. Mm -hmm. Other than that, he has no fucking idea about hockey. He doesn't like to lose. He doesn't like to gamble money that he might lose. And I said that to my dad too. I'm like, you wouldn't fucking want to be like, do you gamble dad? He's like, well, no, I don't gamble. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So neither of you fucking want to be in this. So why are you like, he was just trying to like sensationalize me, like bringing my dad into it. I was like, you little motherfucker. I'm pretty sure you brought up Uncle John wanting to play. I think I said Kieran's name if he wants to be in. Like when we talked about you joining the hockey pool, I'm pretty sure I dropped his name. Kieran, listen to the podcasts. Like it's just like... Like these if he really wants real. in, I'm it's sure just... we can let him in, but I'm, I don't think he wants in. I think he just didn't like the idea of being not asked to be in, and I'm just like, you fucker. Yeah, well, you know what? If Kieran actually listened to the podcast, he, he wouldn't have a fucking leg to stand on. Yeah, it makes me wonder if he even never listened to his own episode based on those questions, or he was just trying to bring it back to that. Either yeah. way, hard to say. So should we answer his question? Yeah, let's do it. You go first. Uh, okay, um... If I was going to be any captain, I would be Captain Riker of the Titan because Riker is the smoothest man in the fucking galaxy. And his middle name is Thomas, and I think that's dope too. Um, so, yeah, uh, that is my choice. Yeah, that's pretty good. I always sway back and forth, but I'm going to go Cisco. 
I like being around multiculturalism and experiencing different cultures, food and all kinds of shit like that. So Deep Space Nine would be the perfect place for me. Just fucking Mac and relax. And oh, and you're like a religious icon as well, which, you know, that would be all right. Very interesting that you made that pick because, and I don't <laughs> want to veer too far off subject here because we do have a second email to get to. But while we talk about it is, um, I just started DS9. Yeah, you were saying that pre-podcast yeah. recording. That's exciting yeah. for me. Yeah. The first episode, man, it's one of the, like, I love watching that. I like the first episodes of every series pretty much other than Enterprise because it's kind of fucking I weird. I don't know. ENG's Anyways, first fucking it's... episode's a snooze fest. Yeah. Which one, sorry? TNG's first episode, oh, oh, Far really? Farpoint Station or whatever. It's I like it. Of... I throw back to it often. It's a bit of a fucking snooze fest. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. It was like late 80s. But yeah, back to DS9, though, while we're on the subject. What do you think? First thoughts? Give me, uh, give me what you got. Cisco's an angry man. Like, he's just, yeah. like, I, I honestly, I get it. I'm trying to figure out what's happening because I know a little bit about the Bajoran Civil War. Um, like, Ensign Rowe talks about it quite a bit when she shows up in TNG. And, yeah. and then, like, they touch upon it a little bit in voyager do they not yeah so it wasn't a civil war though it was the fucking cardassians oppressing yeah. like fucking their shit up so like that like so i'm trying to get back into it and it's a lot of like i have to go through the rolodex of like info i do have and but like i gotta say seeing it start off with like lacutus of borg oh like that should have been a little bit longer of a storyline as yeah. far as i'm concerned it shouldn't have been the cliffhanger and then the of the one season and then the beginning of the new season like let let picard fuck some shit up a little bit like let like like what is he like lacutus for like six days yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like all right man but like i think it would have been a great like a whole season arc of like a battle against the borg i think would have been dope yeah, that would have been cool, kind of cool. That was the problem, like not the problem, but the way that Gene Roddenberry wanted Star Trek was to be episodic. He did not want long stories to be drawn out. So they were kind of being risque by doing two-part episodes at that time. Yeah. And then you see like in later shows where it's like the entire fucking season or two seasons is all about one storyline, basically. Well, Voyager's a full story from beginning to end. How did you like uh, Principal Schneider? Quark? Yeah, you can I tell that he's Principal Quark. Schneider right off the bat. Yeah, uh, just like he, like I already hate him. Like it's just <laughs> it's not fair because I hated that principal. Like whenever he just showed up and just like ruined everyone's day. Like when he got eaten by that giant snake at the end of the at the yeah. graduation episode of Buffy, uh, that was amazing. But holy <laughs> fuck, you're just like oh, there he is. He's entering my life again. Yeah, now it's Quark. I'm sure he's gonna be like, am I gonna hate him? No, I like honestly, I go back and watch the Ferengi episodes a lot because they're fucking awesome. Like, I like the deviousness and like it gets better as it oh, goes. They're as great characters. Star Trek. I do. That's yeah. one thing I like about Star Trek is like when they do the, those alien creatures, um, they're awesome. And like now there's like, I like that I'm going to get to know the Trill again because like, yeah, and I never watched DS9. So I, I, yeah. I think that's the introduction of the Trill, no? 
Um, I think there was some in Next Generation in one episode, but they were like, look different kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like same with the Bajorans, right? The Bajorans had that fucking line across their eyebrow to eyebrow. And then they dropped that and it was just a nose that they had after it rippled. But that is what it is. Nobody wants to do too much fucking makeup. They're like, just slap some shit on my nose and fucking let me be. Just call it a day. So yeah, no, I'm excited. So yeah, I'm going to lean into uh, DS9. Sweet, many, good for you. How many seasons is it? Seven. All right, I got a ways to go. That seems to be the yeah, sweet it, spot for Star Trek, eh? Seven seasons? It is, yeah. It seems to be like a right around the, the length of story they want to tell, which is nice because TNG, Voyager, D Space Nine, all seven. And yeah. then we get fucked with Enterprise and they only give us four. Yeah. So maybe after DS9, I'll bounce on over to uh enterprise but right now i'm gonna do the whole ds9 and i'm gonna try and figure out more about this whole uniform scheme because like cisco's coming in with the the black shoulders and the (laughs) red shirt but then colmini there with the fucking yellow shoulders and the black shirt consistency star trek that's all i want like i understand (laughs) like there was probably a, a, a uniform shortage but just like make it make sense to me yeah that's fair Try to, like, when you're watching DS9, try to get through the religious aspects. It can be tough at certain points and turns, but it's worth it. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Now, to go back, we have another email from our uh, anonymous listener here. Mm -hmm. So I'll read that. So it says, good morning, afternoon, or evening, gentlemen. Thank you for reading my email live and answering my questions truthfully. Like, were we on court or something? Like, there wasn't even hard questions. Like, it's not like, <laughs> Sean, who was the first person you ever made love to? Fucking answer honestly. No, it's just like, how do you feel about the podcast? It's not like <laughs> an interrogation. Yeah. But yeah, you're welcome. Uh, great to hear you guys overall are really happy with the pod. In my opinion, as the, show, uh, as the shows continue, you guys get better each time. Well, thank you very much. I'm sorry for making very fun kind. of you a few moments ago. Uh, I feel like I laughed <laughs> a lot. Out loud more than usual this episode. It's probably because I had a foot in the hole. Um, the fact that my anonymous anonymousness bothers you weirdly makes me feel overjoyed. And unfortunately for you guys, I will continue to keep my identity secret. I think she means secret or he means secret. But they wrote secret. So it's a little spell check. It's fine. Maybe it spills out slowly. <laughs> for as long <laughs> as I possibly can now. He he forever in an evil voice. Hint, I am not Connor McDavid. Who's he? Now you're probably pissed. Damn I it. don't know who. <laughs> uh, I happy- mean, that's what Connor McDavid would say, though, right? I'm not Connor McDavid. I would say that if I was McDavid. I mean, probably, but I feel like I don't think Connor McDavid is as well spoken as this person is. Have you ever seen a Connor McDavid interview? True. That is uh, true. Yeah, I have. And then it continues. Happy birthday or belated B-Day, Sean. What did you end up doing? Any cool presents? We just talked about all that. But yeah, there you go. Uh, Thomas, go Broncos, go. When is your birthday? Question of the week, answer or don't. It's your show. Damn straight. <laughs> what, what's the most useless talent, useless talent you have? And to what celebrity would you rate as a perfect 10? Looking forward to the answers and more laughs. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Anonymous lover of two sides. Bye-bye. All right. I'll let you take lead on all of that. 
that was a lot of questions i'm like where the fuck do i start on that yeah um i did get other cool presents i didn't talk about i'll i'll lead in with that really quickly because it's fucking sweet ass saturday i have tomorrow i get to go to tell us world of science to see a dinosaur exhibit which is fucking bitching and then in the evening we are going to a dinner theater yeah i'm super excited to go i've done done that before uh my my ex's parents took us one time it was weirdly it was weirdly fun yeah which one did you go to like the west edmonton mall one yeah yeah it's really fun like the way the waiters and waitresses dress up and like I just like seeing shows like that live. You know what I mean? And it's fun, like singing and you don't, I don't know. It's good shit. So I'm doing that too. Have you ever done the medieval times? I would fucking love to, but there's no such thing in Edmonton. I went to the one in Toronto. A buddy of mine was the Green Knight, I think, at the time. (laughs) And uh, no, no, he was the Red and Yellow Knight. And we went and we sat in his section and like made reservations and we just like cheered and got into it. And like, is it like everyone, cable guy? Yeah, it's exactly like cable guy. No way. That is so cool. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, dude, it is so fun. They don't let you like eat with a fork and knife. Like if you go like, they'll bring you like chicken <laughs> and ribs and they're like, can I have a fork and knife? They're like, what is that? <laughs> like, like, that is so awesome. Oh, man, I want to go to that. Someday. Well, there's one in Toronto. Like, let's go to Toronto yeah. and then we'll go. Fucking A. Okay, so carrying um, on. Yeah, other questions that were asked. Uh, celebrity that's a perfect 10? Yeah. I have to, like, access my memory banks here. That's a tough one. Um, I would say Dave Chappelle, perfect 10. Dave Chappelle's a perfect 10 to you? I fucking love that guy. Sorry, are we talking in sexiness or in quality of human being? I'm assuming it's physical attraction, but yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let me think. rethink that one then. But I think... <laughs> Well, but I think you can take quality of human being into account. Like, I find people get a lot sexier once you get to know who they are as a person. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I don't, I'm just trying to think here. Like, I don't know. Like, as far as perfect tens go, it's a tough call. I don't know. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Okay. I got so in the male category, right off the bat, I'm going. Brad Pitt and Paul Rudd. Brad Pitt, I can see. Definitely. He's getting old now, but in his prime. Even as he ages, holy fuck. It's like he, like, like the world was designed for him to be good looking in. No matter what he does, he's just a handsome devil. Yeah. Like it's Joe Rogan's kind of a 10 to in ways, even though he's short as shit. Yeah. And then I go Paul Rudd, because that dude is ageless. Fucking yeah. hilarious. Very dapper. Put a beard That's on a him, take a beard off. He looks amazing. Grow his hair out, keep it short. He looks amazing. He's super funny, super charming. All I want to do is just be his buddy. I think like Paul yeah. Rudd is like a perfect 10. And if I'm going to go on that the, note, yeah. while, while you're there, still on the guys, I'm going to add Keanu Reeves to it. Ooh, that is a great fucking pick, sir. Thank great you. Yeah, pick. he's, I would love to be around him. He, he's a 10. He's a fucking 10 for sure. That is a, that is a great pick. And on the female side, uh, I think I'm going to go Margot Ro- Robbie. The, okay. She's, she seems fun. She's so attractive, but then yeah. she's hilarious too. Like I just For watched sure. the Suicide Squad, like the recent one, and she's amazing in it. She's hilarious. And then they make her say these ridiculous things. And the fact that she's part of it is just awesome. So like she's getting my vote. Um, I have one now for the ladies. 
Heidi Klum. I love her. And like it bothers Crystal when we watch America's Got Talent because like she she can't do anything wrong. She sings well. She dances wrong. She's funny. She's beautiful. Like there's so many things about Heidi Klum that she's just a like top notch person from what I've seen of her. Like I'm a huge fan. Uh, And uh, another pick I'm putting out there is Halle Berry. Okay, that's interesting. She's so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, From whenever she first started showing up to Swordfish, uh, to John Wick Part 3. She is amazing. And then did you see what she did at the Comic-Con for the promoting uh, Kingsman 2? No. They put like a glass of whiskey like I'm not like not a shot and not like you know a sipping glass of whiskey, a fucking glass of whiskey, and she chugged it like a fucking boss. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying like like that made her fucking cool in my books. Yeah, and I, like like the woman's a fucking badass. Like Catwoman was a fucking bad movie, but she's badass in it. You can't ignore the fact that she's badass. No, she's a good actress for sure. I can yeah. appreciate that. So yeah, so those are Did my. We hit picks. all of them there. Um, what's the most useless, useless talent you have? I have so many of them. It's crazy. (laughs) Now the most useless, useless talent I have, it was something I got being a kid who smoked weed. I was the best at cleaning pipes, but I, I don't smoke pipes anymore. And I don't, I'm not a fucking teenager who needs to smoke the resin from a pipe. So it's like, I'm a skill that is a very important skill to have if you're a hurting ass fucking pot smoker but i am not a hurting ass pot smoker anymore so it has a zero skill to me i can educate others when i see others are like oh i can't take a hit out of my pipe it's so fucking clogged up i can tell them hey well this is what you can do to relieve that but to me it's a fucking completely useless talent now yeah um i think for me i got like I know I can chug a beer really good. That's not useless. You can Is save it? lives with that. Really? Yeah. Well, what else I got? Um, when I'm not on the spot or like trying to like get it quickly because we're on the podcast, I'm really good at if you give me a vague detail of an actor in a vague detail of a movie they're in, I can probably figure it out who they are and what movie it is. I don't consider that useless either because that can be like helpful in a clinch situation where someone's like, does somebody know that guy from that thing with that car where he hits it? And you're like, yeah, it's this one. That's not useless. That's fucking useful. Well, fuck Sean. I don't know what I got to bring to the table now. (laughs) It's gotta be fucking useless. What are you good at that? No one else is good at, but like it has no added value to the world. That's what we're trying to get to here. Fucking this. That this was pretty whole good. Podcast is based on the useless skill that. <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh fuck. And to answer her other question or his, I assume this person's a woman. I don't know why. Um. Uh, my birthday is February first. Same day as hockey legend Mark Recchi. Nice. Good to um, know. Yeah. Uh, she, so they, the, the email here said that go Broncos go. So just for the record, I'm not like a Broncos fan. I just, I picked them for my week. 
uh, in the football pool. This week I picked the Carolina Panthers and they played, we're recording this Friday, so they played Thursday night and won. So Tommy's moving on to week four. But if, like, we're going to be clear, like, I'm a Chicago Bears fan. <laughs> it can be very disappointing, but I'm a Chicago Bears fan. I like that you clarify that with a badge of pride and uh, disdain a little bit, too. Yeah. Well, you know, they're they're figuring things out again. <laughs> so have the, have the Bears won championships? The, the Bears have won championship, but they're also known for that team that won the Super Bowl is also known as the best football team to ever win the Super Bowl. Interesting. Like that particular team. Yeah. The 85 Bears were probably the best football team to ever. What win. year did you say? 85? Yeah. Okay, I remember watching that series. That was a good good team for sure. <laughs> I mean, you were probably alive. For I was. That. I was one years old. <laughs> but, yeah. I was part of that. I had a little bear costume I wore. And, oh, yeah, I'm no sure, yeah. yeah. Uncle Steve strikes me as a guy that will make you dress up in a bear you know, outfit to watch <laughs> the Super Bowl. That's funny. <laughs> as far as bear hats go, though, I have a, a quick little story about bear hats because Xavier, Kieran's son, we got him a little bear hat when he was like three years old, I want to say. Yeah. And so we called him Boo Boo all the time when he was wearing it, like Yogi the Bear Boo Boo. Hey, uh, what are you doing, Boo Boo? And all kinds of shit. But he hated it because we called him Boo Boo. And so it's, to this day, we still call him Boo Boo sometimes. It's pretty fun. I love nicknames that stick. It's one of like my goals to like have like a nickname that isn't my name. Like it's not my last name. It's not my first name or a variation of it. Like, like if anyone like saw me and went like, Hey, flapjacks, what's going on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, will you call him flapjack? And then like, have it be a story. I would like that to happen. Or, and I love yeah, doing you it want, with people. You want that moment in life. Yeah. You, you kind of need it like that. Uh, just to the point where, like, you call someone that nickname all the time that no one knows what they're act. Oh shit, that's just flapjacks to me. I don't, I don't even yeah. know. I've known a lot of those people who've had that moment, but yeah, it's not something that happens every day. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's it'd be funny to see it and then like have a stick so often, like even like like when you introduce yourself or you're like with your significant other and like they hate calling people <laughs> by their nicknames for some reason. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, how long have you and Flapjacks been dating? For the record, I don't <laughs> want to be called Flapjacks. I just the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> it's never. It is too late now. You can't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the thing that popped in my head. I like it. Uh, That's goes, Flapjacks, and <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I think we just had that moment live on air. Yeah. So yeah, to yeah. all of our fans out there. <laughs> yeah. If you guys. You can at me if you want to at me and call me flapjacks. You go ahead. We'll see if it sticks. But other than that, I don't think it's going to happen, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> it's funny because usually it's a name that the person doesn't like, or it's like an embarrassing moment when they get that name. Yeah. And so, but after a while, they're just like, they just say fuck it and they go fuck run it. with it. But usually starts out as like not a fond nickname, but more of like a teasing nickname, it seems like the ones that stick. Yeah. Also, like, I don't want to come up with it <laughs> yeah like that's fair. when i lived in manitoba everyone like the town that i lived in everyone kind of knew each other and uh 
the name of the Zamboni driver, who was like roughly my age, is like a few years older. His nickname was Chops. What a name. And, and, yeah. it, was, and it came from like an insulting place, but it just kind of stuck. But like, yeah. I like the fact that like, Chops was happening. Like, even to be part of that, it was just fun. Yeah, I like that for sure. It's cool yeah. when people have a cool name and you get to know that name. But then there's like the guys who are like, you can call me Ace. And you're like, nobody's going to fucking call you Ace. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I you met those guys before. Yeah, it's the Seed and Step Brothers. You can call me Dragon. Yeah, well, you can call me Nighthawk. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I've been, exactly that. I've been quoting Step Brothers like far too often. Like it's like, a, like an all time bro move of just like taking it. Do we just become best friends? Yup. Or, uh, yeah. Or the line of, uh, Dad, why are you talking to me like that? I'm your son. I say it to people all the time, and I hope that we're in public because I'll be walking with someone who's roughly the same age as me. He's like, why are you talking to me like that? I'm your son. <laughs> I think that's really funny. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I came to the conclusion a couple weeks ago that John had never seen that movie, Uncle John. Oh, so yeah? I made him watch a clip on YouTube because he was like, no, I, I'm not a big fan of any more Will Ferrell, blah, blah, blah. I loved him on SNL, but I'm not a fan of his movies. And I was like, hey, you need to fucking watch. I like downloaded the clip where he touches his drums and then it turns into an all out brawl. And I put that on YouTube and showed it to him. He laughed his ass off. I'm like, watch the rest of that fucking movie because it is funny. Yeah, even <laughs> old school. Old school is unbelievable. For, yeah, uh, for it has its moments for sure. I thought um, it was pretty funny. Yeah. So you go there or that the one scene or the two scenes he's in in Wedding Crashers. When I first saw that, that was one of the greatest fucking plot twists. I was like, fucking Will Ferrell? All right, I'm in. I don't even remember him in that movie. No, really? I can't. It's not jogging a memory when you said that. He's the guy that takes Owen Wilson to the funeral, the crashes the funeral. Oh, right. Okay, got it now. Yeah, he was a funeral crasher, not the wedding crasher, and he tried to delve into that world. I remember now. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I... I yeah, get Uncle John on like old school wedding crashers and uh, Step Brothers, and then we'll talk. Because there's there's a bunch of movies of Will Ferrell's that are like not good. Like, did you try his yeah. version of Sherlock Holmes? No. Yeah, neither. Like, I got like five minutes in before I went. Sorry, Will, you lost me on this one. Yeah, there's been a bunch of those Talladega Nights and Blades of Glory. I like yeah. Blades of Glory. Did you? There was like there's redeeming moments in those movies that are funny, but they're commercial movies, meaning I can watch the commercials and I don't need to see the movie. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, I guess yeah, they're not all winners, but the, no. those like random Will Ferrell bits are fucking gold. The um, thing with that too, like we've heard that from a lot of um, like example, Kevin Smith talks about that. A lot of the movies he makes, they might not be for you but they might be for someone out there who hits it in the right way. And they need that movie made for them too. So yeah. I understand when like certain actors, their movies don't hit with me. I'm like, eh, it might be for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Just not my flavor of ice cream. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so I don't want to go back to Star Trek, but we kind of have to a little bit here. Lower decks. How much fun are you having with this show? How good is Man, it? I love it. The thing that bothers me about it is that, 
I don't think there's going to be a, nearly as many episodes of it as what the other Star Treks get, like 22 episode seasons. I wish it was full fuck. Like, give me more. It's yeah. so good. Like, it should be a fucking hour long show. Like, you get 20 minutes every week, and I'm like, it ends, and I'm like, but, but I want more. Yeah, it's so fucking awesome. Like, funny and like Boimler is hilarious, and they're all just great. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've said this before on our show, and I'm just having that look of what the other employees of Starfleet are doing. <laughs> it's this was a weird one. This week's one was a little fucking weird. The yeah. prince, like they're try- his mom trying to get him laid. But it was like, what? You're just it's like, like, what? Fun fact <laughs> about the voice actors for that. So the engineer is Paul Shear. That's his okay. the actor, Paul Shear. Um, I'll, I'll have to show you a picture of him if you don't rec- uh, recognize the, the name. Yeah. But the voice actor for his mom that wants him to get laid that's his wife. That's awesome. So I like, can see that. That makes sense in ways. Like, it's just, it's like, who are you gonna play? I'm gonna play his mother. Sounds like fun. All right, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> his mother who wants to get him laid. <laughs> yeah. What weird rules? Oh, I it like just... how the the rules of everything has to sound medieval. Use the dragon breath. <laughs> the <laughs> all of that was really funny. It was it was a great little episode and like all the like sticks with Boimler and can't remember her name right now. What's the main character? One of the main characters' names. Oh, why are you doing this? John a fucking blank here. Oh, I hate you so much because I had it and then I lost it because we're talking. Oh my god, I'm mad now. <laughs> now I'm mad now. Um fuck, give me a second yeah. here. It's like cartoons like these, like this Rick and Morty, they can kind of bring me back around a little bit. Because they're fucking entertaining. Were you an Animaniacs guy? I did like it when I was a kid, yeah. Uh, those like those, those ones hold up to me. Nice. Um, and also, uh, like, Tiny Toons really holds up to me. Yeah, I don't have too many. Like, we've talked about them in the past. So I'm not a super huge cartoon guy, but I'm, I'm coming around a bit with a couple of them. They're forcing me to. You make a new He-Man call it Revelations and add a dark tone to it. I'm like, oh, I guess I have to fucking watch that. Yeah, yeah. but that, that was awesome, though, too, wasn't it? Fuck yeah, that was great. <laughs> and to go back to it, her name is Ensign Beckett Mariner. That was Mariner, thank you. Thank you. That was going to bother me all day. Yeah, no shit. I but hate yeah, that one. All I want is Riker to come back because that version, like that psycho Riker, is so much fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, we don't get to see him as a captain, like other than little glimpses, right? But I yeah. bet in his fucking prime, he was a commanding motherfucker. So it would have oh. been a good. And the dude can play the trumpet like nobody else's business. Oh, shit. Can he ever? Or is it a trombone? Sorry, it's a trombone. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, the man kills in the brass section is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, either way, either way. Yeah. So, so I got some big news. I'm finally going back to my old job. After all the rigmaroles and stuff that I've had to go through, I start up again on Monday, officially. Oh, and So that's fucking nice. So I'm back in Vancouver full time until things like one of the transfers or whatever go through. It'll be interesting, like, because you lived in um, Vancouver area pre-pandemic and leading into the pandemic. Now you're going to see, like, the other side of Vancouver 
like where the pandemic is still in active, like in full zone. Like it'll, I wonder if it'll be a different Vancouver you're going back to than what you lived in before in a way, if you know it's what I mean. It's pretty similar. Like, I don't know, like I don't like in Quebec, you got to show the passport and stuff and they're talking about it, having it there. Yeah. But like, you don't have to do that. You still have to wear masks everywhere you go. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm curious about the dinner theater that I have tomorrow. Cause I, we have the passports here now but mm-hmm. I don't know when the enforcement dates have started. Like I haven't had to go anywhere yet where I've had to show it. So it's yeah. one of those interesting things. Yeah. I, you're going to have a good time though. And then like, like there's certain things that are weird for me. Like if you're going into the restaurant and you're going to walk in, you got to wear your mask until you sit down and then you can start consuming things. Yeah. Then, then it's okay to not wear a mask, but then you have to go to the bathroom. Oh, you gotta stand up, wear a mask. So like, I don't know. It just seems like they're a little bit fast and loose with a little with like the rules and stuff. For sure, but it's confusing a little bit as it, we've said from the get go. But think, it is. I think the thing that confuses me more is that I'm not a scientist, like, and I'm doing zero research. I'm just observing. Yeah. Like I'm just me like, too. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong. I just like I know fucking nothing. Start I have something I want to like ask you, but it's something I also don't want to talk about really because it's fucking it is what it is. But I'm going to ask you anyways, and it's I'll just a simple yes or no. Simple yes or no question. You vote. Yeah. Nice. That's it. That's all I want to know. Yeah. Don't, don't give a shit about the rest because you know whatever is everything, but it's yeah. fun to know. Yeah. I like to participate. I. I... I remember once when I was in Manitoba, they took us to this like co-op cafe where this guy was just like, it was this hipster guy who was really fucking pretentious. And he was talking about how like everyone that works here is part owner of the cafe. And I'm just like, okay, cool. And, and then like somehow we got on the subject of, of voting. He goes, no, sometimes I don't vote as a strategy. I was like, what? Like, that is the worst like, strategy. It doesn't make any sense. Like, because <laughs> like you not voting as a strategy is a bad strategy and also who who strategizes voting you 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 have your contestants and you pick your winner based on the information that is provided in front of you and it's not even Pretty like much. it's not even like you just pick who you like the best it's not even you don't even have to do that much research you just be like you know what no. I like that guy's name the best. You could vote based on that. It'd be irresponsible, but you could. <laughs> It'd be. I mean, if someone has a funny name, how can you not vote for them? That's why I vote for Gonzaga every year at March Madness. It's the funniest fucking name of a school ever. And I want them to win <laughs> all the time, always. That's awesome. Yeah. I had a guy apply years ago at a place I was working, and it was one of the best fucking names I've ever heard in my life. And I wanted to hire this individual so fucking bad just because of their name but i wasn't able to because it just i knew it would not work out even in the slightest kind of fucking way but boy did i want to hire him boy did i want to can you tell me his name um let's just say that it he wasn't you can tell me off air no i want to tell our fans too it like his first name was hung and his last name was the opposite of short. Hung tall? Hung long. Uh, 
I wanted this man to work for me so fucking bad, but I just couldn't do it. I he just wasn't the right fit, you know what I'm oh <laughs> and the puns are back. Yo, people love the puns this week. We got a few messages on the Instagram just being like, it was a really fucking punny episode. And that wasn't even intentional, the one that I just said that he wasn't the right fit and then i realized what i said afterwards and was like that is fucking gold you don't need to be that modest young one we all know what you're up to you're waiting for your moments you probably I, wrote that joke yesterday and was just like you know what i'm gonna just <laughs> that was just in. natural i'm telling you right now that was just yeah. natural me just coming out that's fucking hilarious um i want to give a quick shout out to our uh cousin and future guest on the show deanna her and Danny just bought a house. That's amazing. Took them like seven tries, but they finally got a house. Nice. Is it in the neighborhood they were hoping for? Uh, I think it's roundabout. Yeah, it's like Sweet. 30 minutes. I think it's 30 minutes away from where they are now. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Congrats to Yana. Yeah. yeah, she's telling me about it. So I was like, so like I have a room. She's like, definitely. Like, you have a room to stay in. And I'm like, no, oh, no, but it's my room, right? So you're going to have a guest room <laughs> for other people. And it's going to be my room. And that would be awesome to have a confederation of rooms across Canada <laughs> where you're like, I have 47 rooms now. And that's yeah. like a credit. And that's how we live lives now as human beings. We just moderate from place to place trying to find credit room credits. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. That's another movie right fucking there. Right there. That's the future now. How many room credits do you have? 47? Get the fuck out of here, 47. You have to have at least 65 room credits before you can get into this establishment. Wow. Sounds like a real totalitarian. Total, total, oh, I can't say the word. Say it. Totalitarian. Thank you very much. It got really dark really quick. I'll say that. <laughs> get out of here, 47. You're nothing. <laughs> um, speaking of ridiculous uh, things. We're getting a Super Mario Brothers animated movie. Yeah, I'm a little bit uh, intrigued by it, but also a little bit disturbed. See, the trend in Hollywood, they keep fucking whitewashing these roles and making actors that are supposed to be Italian American instead. What is Chris Pratt doing? Is he Italian? I don't know. He might be Italian. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking around. But I don't think he's Italian, but uh, I'm looking at the cast here and it's super hilarious. So as we know, as you mentioned before, Super Mario is played by the incomparable Chris Pratt. I don't know what kind of Mario are we gonna get. So is he gonna be like, oh, I'm Chris Pratt. I train uh, <laughs> Velociraptors, and uh, I'm a guardian of the galaxy. Or is he gonna yeah, be? Like, is he gonna be full Chris Pratt, or is he doing like? I think I. From like the video post he put out on Instagram about it is like he's working on a voice. So I think he's okay. going to be trying something out here and having fun with it, which I'm cool with. Um, it's interesting. We also got like the the Anya Taylor Johnson, I think her name is. is she was the um, actress in the Queen's Gambit. Okay. The movie on Netflix, that show or series could be a movie. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard I didn't of it. see it. She's playing Princess Peach. Uh, Seth Rogen is playing uh, Donkey Kong. Nice. Like we're seeing some things. Like, like who who would be your casting here? Like, who would you want to see? 
I don't know. Like, it's a weird one when it comes to Mario because we have, like, there's never been a good incarnation of Mario outside of video games. And in the video games that I've played of Mario, there isn't much talking. He's just kind of jumping around. You control it. Like, I don't know that I need him to be in movies or cartoons for me personally. You you telling me you don't want to see Chris Pratt go, yippee, yahoo, wahoo, I can do without it, I think. I think I'll leave that one for the younger generations to enjoy. I, I I'm intrigued. Um, you know, like I grew up on like the 1993 Super Mario Bros, which like yeah. let's, let's give some credit where credit's due. Excellent fucking cast. And there were some yeah. good jokes in it. Like this was like the TV show or the no, 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 movie no. this or... was the movie that came out in 1993. Okay, gotcha. With Bob Hoskins and uh John Leguizamo. I was like slinging in the streets when that came out already, so I don't know much yeah. about it. So like, m- like Not they really did the joke of like, so they're the Mario brothers, but also his name is Mario, so his name is Mario Mario, right? And this is his brother Luigi Mario, and together they're the Mario brothers. So like that, like that joke kind of gives me hope. But then like, like I think they did their best for what 1993 had to offer in the way of like visual stunts. That's or, like, fair. Visual effects like. The Goombas were like giant turtle dragon creatures, and then Dennis Hopper's Bowser, but at the same time, he's not like it was a weird fucking movie. Yeah. And I then agree. you got like the show from the 90s where Captain Lou Albano is playing Super Mario, and then, then you're watching like the cartoons on the side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, like you have to admit, none of that was great. Some of it might have been okay. Yeah. It, it At its best, it's okay. Yeah. So that's why I'm like the new one coming out with, it's just, I don't know. The excitement level is not high with me, but hey, you never know. It could be the best fucking thing that's ever been made on this planet and it'll be fucking cited and carried through the ages for years to come. Also, like if you look at Mario as a concept for a movie, I don't think it works. No. I think they're just trying to play off nostalgia. It's like a cash grab kind of situation. Because like hopping on things and then like shooting shells at other things and then crushing marshmallows and then like eating mushrooms and then getting bigger or in other words, higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, oh, I know what you mean. There's a lot of shit going on there. I just don't know what to say. Like, like you said, how do you translate that? Why do you need to translate that into a movie with actors? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, the Pokemon stuff that we got, like th- those, I thought translated well from like, like the. Do you see the Detective Pikachu? I was super too old to be into that kind of stuff. Honestly, it is worth a watch. Like, it is a, <laughs> like just because like uh, as like a an action film alone. Plus, Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu, so who gives a shit right there? That's awesome. Yeah, and I can watch like a, it just because of that. It was like a fun like. It's like Pokemon meets a film noir mystery kind of thing. It was really yeah. dope. That's interesting. So, like, as I like, I grew up on that stuff. Granted, there's like that five year age gap between you and I. So, yeah, right there is probably it's big on that stuff for sure. Yeah. Like, did you were you into Sonic the Hedgehog movies too? And stuff yeah, like I that? really, I also really liked the latest uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yeah, um, I was figuring you were more into the video game era than I like. I was Atari, fucking Nintendo, and Super Nintendo yeah. at best. I didn't grow up with those things though either. Like I had a Game Boy Color, 
and then I, I think I've had every generation of PlayStation except for the fifth one because I can't afford it yet. Yeah, fair but, enough. <laughs> but I haven't like I I never had a Super Nintendo. I never That's had the only system I had forever. I never had an N sixty four. Like I never had these things. Yeah, it's just exposure with stuff like that, right? If you have it, you have it. If you don't, well, you don't. Yeah, it's kind of those things. But I had buddies that did. Like I used to play there, uh, those games at their place. But it was just like a real like like they're always better than me because they would play it all the time. Of course, I just like here I am as a fucking guest. I'm like you suck at this. I'm like. You play every day. I play when I'm invited here. Can we? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was fun going to those friends' houses, though, when like video games were on the rise in the beginning. And it was like they got the new game. Like it it was a fun experience for sure. I remember that, like being young, six, seven years old, eight years old, going to friends' houses to like, he has a Sega Genesis. Oh my God. Like we got (laughs) good memories. Mario games are super fun. Like Super Mario Party holds up forever. Super Mario Kart. Yeah forever always always playable always playable even like like the super mario like game boy games were fucking incredible to play i bet there's probably still hold up too this is the same with all like every mario game holds up i don't know about mario paint but every other fucking game holds up yeah or like (coughs) mario like there's a bunch there's a there's a bunch of stuff that's it was awesome though makes sense sir yeah, it's funny, like, turning another year older. I'm looking back at this year. Fuck, it's been a good year, buddy. Yeah. Like, big thing I've always wanted to do, podcast. Here we are. We're fucking recording our 25th episode, a quarter of a century episode. How does that make you feel? Dude, I, I'm, so, I'm so impressed with us. Like, we don't too, miss man. it. I know the, the hardest part of my day is trying to get you to wake up in the morning so we can record. It's true. Um, it's true. One thing I am afraid of is... Uh, you know, so like, as you know, I'm trying to move east again. Yeah. Um, where are we're going to have like a three hour time difference. And so like getting you to do a thing when like it's 1 p.m. for me and it's like 10 for you. And it's just like, hey, Sean, kind of wasting my whole day here, buddy. What a <laughs> what a bang a podcast out. Yeah, we'll oh, have to I'm really sleeper. figure this out. There's got to be guy. like a a happy medium of time for sure it's and it's funny for me too because like when you you message me lately i don't know if you're in montreal i don't know if you're in vancouver yeah. you're like hey you're ready to go at uh yeah. this o'clock my time and i'm like well what the fuck does that mean even what is this time <laughs> i don't know which time you're in it's like thomas the time traveler forward backward three hours two hours one hour from now on i will go the, I'll, I'll know your time and we'll go from there <laughs> i'm pretty stationary i'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah it's been fun like logistically to figure out those small things but overall we've hammered it out we're making it work oh we haven't missed a week yet that's pretty fucking baller on our parts right indeed we'll never miss a week that's not an option i mean there was that one time we were a little late once there was a technical difficulty that yeah. shit happens yeah but it still came out and everyone heard it and it's fine. Everything was fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Yeah, that's like obviously got the license this year. Been driving all the fuck every fucking day. Yeah, Congratulations. it's crazy, buddy. Something like, I've just had since shit I was like this. Years old. You got. The, yeah, <laughs> this is a big fucking year, man. Got the license. We got a podcast up and running. Like life looks good moving forward. I'm excited for 37. Yeah, man. I think it's gonna be a good time for you. Excellent, excellent fucking things ahead. I'm sure. 
Remember when Kevin Smith was going through the uh, hockey jersey phase? Yes. yes the number on the back was always 37. Do you know why that is, Thomas? Because that's how many. What that is in reference to. The amount of dicks Dante's girlfriend sucked in clerks. <laughs> I so. kept saying that to Crystal, and she was like, don't say that. That's fucking gross and rude. And I'm like, no, but you have to see the movie. If you haven't seen Clerks, you don't know. Like, it's funny in the context of the movie. And she's like, yeah, well, you just keep saying 37 dicks over and over again. (laughs) I'm like, that's totally fair. If you don't have the context, I look really fucking bad right now. I apologize. (laughs) When you say don't say that, I always think of Step Brothers. You don't say that. You don't say that. (laughs) I'm not saying that's how Crystal says it. It's just I can't not hear it that way. Yeah, it's totally fair. I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah, good old Kevin Smith. So, I gotta watch Clerks again. I've never made Crystal watch it. She's never seen it. And, uh, and Clerks like, 3 just wrapped as well. Yeah, that's exciting too. I'm curious to see where they go with it all. So tell me, uh, so you're, you're like being nostalgic on 36. You're excited for 37. Any like goals, any things you want to accomplish in the, the next 365 days? Yeah, there is actually. Um, I want to start getting healthier, obviously. That's like, no, I'm not saying this is like a fucking New Year's resolution or anything. I've already taken some actions to start getting that way. I want to fucking quit smoking cigarettes. That's like, I want that to be something. I know I like. I, I can accomplish anything if I work hard enough at it. It's mm-hmm. fucking tough, man. Like, I am an addict to fucking nicotine. Were you and it's trying- hard to break that. Were, were you trying to just do it cold turkey? Well, no, I'm like going to try to start cutting down. I have like a prescription for Tampax already filled that mm-hmm. I can start taking, but it makes me a little nervous popping pharmaceuticals in my body. So mm-hmm. I'm like, eh. but now, it's designed to fix that shit, right? Yeah, I, I've heard um, some people that I know that have quit smoking and the way that they've done it and the way that it worked is... Um, how many cigarettes do you smoke in a day right now? Uh, pack pack plus. So, so up to 30, 30 cigarettes a day, maybe. Okay, so let's say if you, that's 30. So start one day, it's 29. Yeah. And then give yourself a day or two of just 29. And then that number becomes 28. Yeah, I've I've had that like, it's a tough one for me, like doing that because then I'm waiting for the next one. You know what I mean? I'm like, when, when can I get 28? When can I fuck up? And it, that's like what I know about myself. I almost like want to seek help for addiction, and, even though I'm not addicted to anything else in life. And I, and I know what I, I know what I think would also help with you instead of getting like a pack of cigarettes, well, get your pack of cigarettes, but yeah. get yourself a fancy cigarette case, like those old school ones from like Mad Men. Yeah. And then you load it up with the amount of cigarettes that you are allotted for that day. Definitely good advice. Yeah. I have I've done this in the past. Like I've never actually tried to quit smoking before. Also, yeah. I've I woke up one time when I lived in my apartment. They're like every once in a while they would close off the front road for like a run that was coming through the area. So I got up this morning and I could hear people. This is a great wake up for I may have told you this in the past. I don't know. But everyone was cheering. And I was like, I could hear like clapping and like, yeah, like I'm on the 14th floor. That's a part. So I like wake I'm like, everyone's fucking cheering for me to get out of bed today. This is the best. So I get up, go out on the balcony. I'm going to fucking spark a smoke. As I'm sitting there, I, I light the smoke. I take a puff. I look down just as 
I would say 40 kids with cancer were walking in front of my building, like shaved head, like bald. And I was like, I cannot fucking smoke this shit anymore. I, I felt so bad and like guilty for smoking that cigarette there. I think I went like four hours without smoking. Cause I was like those poor fucking kids, like they don't have a chance. They probably didn't choose this cancer. Just hit them. I'm sitting here going to sit here and fucking smoke a cigarette while these kids walk by like, fuck that. I can't do that. So I put it like, the reality of smoking is like, it's fucking dangerous. And when you see that impact on others, like that yeah. made me stop for four hours. I didn't have a smoke. And then I was doing something and I, and I realized I had a lit cigarette in my hand again. and was yeah. like, Oh fuck, that's how that addiction works. Like, and there's, and then there's like other ways you can do it. Like you and I can make a bet over this. Like um, if your goal is to quit smoking and then you have to accomplish it by a certain day. And if you don't accomplish it, um, we can bet Oilers tickets. I have to take Dwayne to the keg because like 12 years ago, I said, if I didn't quit smoking by this day, I'll take you to the keg for steaks. Yeah. So I still have to take, he reminded me this of the other day and was like, you're taking me to the keg bitch. And I was like, God damn it. I still haven't done that. Have I? Yeah. So it's bad. Like I, I need help for the addiction. Like I need, that's my problem. I think like, and I'm not like, super addictive personality type but we talked about this in the past that's why when i'm out at parties and people are like want to try cocaine for the first time i'm like no i absolutely fucking do not because i might love that shit and never put it down (laughs) you know what i mean like it's hard to i have to like focus and like that's one of the great parts about life is self-reflecting and looking at how to get yourself better if i can get myself through this in a way like I, I'm honestly thinking of doing the Champex. It just worries me because it 50% of the people say it works. I quit smoking. The other 50% of the people are like, it fucked me up. It fucked me up. And that's why it's scary. But yeah, I that, don't know what the right answer yeah. is. Like there's a lot of paths. I just, my end goal in 37 would be ultimate. Like if I could turn 38 and be like, I fucking quit smoking this year, I'll yeah. be super fucking satisfied with myself. So let's make this agreement. If you can quit smoking by before September 23rd of 2022 i will fly in and treat you to an oilers game regular season regular season and i'll treat you to an oilers game i'm talking tickets beers the whole fucking nine it'll be on me yeah dinner beforehand like we're gonna have a time if you don't If you don't, I don't give you odds because what you're doing is really, really difficult. If yeah. you don't, you just gotta like buy me dinner at like a, a very tame restaurant somewhere in Edmonton. <laughs> Those are pretty amazing stack dogs for sure. I'll take the bet. Let's but, do it. Yeah. So here, not, but, not because I'm, and I probably wouldn't make you pay for everything if you're going, but we'll talk. Yeah, I just no, I, I think that this good. is some encouragement you need, and there's th- certain things like Chris could do. But if you want to, like, like we talked about this before, if you want to make big changes, you have to want them. So, like, exactly. Could, so, like, you could make a deal with Crystal where you go on the honor system for every cigarette you have, you have to hand her like a five dollar bill or hmm. um or like something like that, or whatever. Would uh, if whenever you buy a pack of cigarettes, you also have to hand that money off to Crystal like not like for her to keep or anything you like this could be yeah. a great vacation fund for you guys you know what i mean for sure it's like, such like it's, it's, it's the stupidest fucking thing i've ever done in my life was start smoking man yeah well people just slip into it when'd oh you, yeah when'd you start i was 12 11 somewhere around there 
how how like how, how do you even start at that age well friends like i had friends who'd steal them from their parents and shit like that and you know it was like i was trying to be cool because like I moved around lots when I was a kid, as I've told you, and trying to fit in. I often tried to fit in by being one of like the not bad kids, but like the kid that could hang out with the bad kids or the good kids. And smoking Mm. was a way to like kind of you thought people perceived you as cool when you were smoking a cigarette as a kid. And so that's kind of how I think I fell into it. And then by the time I was 15, I was like full blown smoking. Like I'd find Mm. people to buy them for me. I even at, I remember when I've told you, I went to see Jen in Toronto when I was 13, Mm -hmm. I had like a peach fuzz growing already, like a little bit of hair on my face. I went into the store and bought cigarettes. They didn't fucking ask for ID. They were like, yeah, "Yeah, sure. Well, you want two bags? You know, and like it just was easy for me to get cigarettes as a kid. Yeah. I looked a little bit older than I I was, so and then it just spiraled out of control. And now it's like when I there's days, man, where I'll go out drinking, I'll smoke fucking two packs plus in one night. Yeah, and I like fucking wake up the next morning and I'm like, <gasps> like I can't fucking breathe. My it feels like my throat is fucking swollen shut from so much poison. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I get that. And there's certain like annoying things of being a non-smoker or if like a lot of your friends smoke. So yeah. like a bunch of my friends smoke. And there's just a lot of uh sitting at a big table filled with people, and then all of a sudden you're alone at a table because everyone else is out for a fucking cigarette, and you're just kind of like, All right, I guess I'll just sit here by myself. Don't worry, guys, I'll watch all the drinks. You guys enjoy yourselves, fuckers. And it's true, like, with that being said, too, like that Friends episode where Rachel starts smoking again because she's missing out on everything that's happening outside. Yeah. And it's not, like, fair to the, you know, and it's such a weird, like, it attacks so many people. It's one of the, like, human beings are just animals. And there's things that make us feel good or give us a rush that we do that is not healthy for us. And it's, like, such a mind fuck when you break it down. You know what I mean? Like, how did I... I'm addicted to nothing else in life. And I like, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like for me, like my big thing is my weight, but I think a lot of to do with my weight is, uh, consuming of alcohol. Yeah. And, uh, I think that I'm been trying to do is like, I've been trying to steer away from beer lately. Cause that yeah. is a, that is a big thing. Cause I'll like on a, like a night out, I could crush like 12 to 13, to 20 fucking beers on a fucking night yeah, and that does a, a fucking number that's a fucking lot yeah but like the other night i went out for drinks and then like i just you know i started drunk i'm going like with like lighter cocktails now like uh give me like a vodka soda or, or i'll keep having like caesars or i'm trying to stay away from beers beer is a cheaper option but then like i don't know i find if i go the cocktail route sure it's a little bit pricey but where i will go I'll probably have like three cocktails and feel a good buzz. It will be better than the nine beers. Yeah. I think it balances out for sure. Like cost effectiveness. And and then there's like, you know, there's none of those like carbs and stuff. There's none of that yeast or like all that shit that kind of, so I'm going to start. So I'm trying to cut back on that. And then once I have a home again, when I can put down roots, um, I'm going to go and invest in like a gym membership and a trainer. I've done this stuff before and I've burnt myself out. So like, I know ways of like doing it, but like, I feel if I just commit to this and then just focus on this as like, like it's going to be the podcast and then working on bettering myself. And then, then I'll figure the other stuff like later. I think if I For focus sure. on that, 
then like I'll make my big game changes because that's like a, the big things I need to work on in my life. Well, it's hard. Like I, I have this fear too with weight. Like I've heard a lot of people say it that after 40, there's the number of people that can start losing weight and like completely change their physical appearance diminishes by a large number. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to be healthier than I am now before I turn 40. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I want to set myself up for my forties being like in a good, a good mannerism, a good direction. Right. And like smoking's a big part of that too. You know, it's, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, let's get healthier. Yeah. Like I used to walk like, like my, like I wasn't in a gym when I was living in Edmonton, but I walked around Edmonton a lot. Like I would walk down the valley. So I lived on white Ave and I'd walk down the river Valley and then walk up to go downtown. And then I would come around and then do that again. And like I once walked, like, do you know where my apartment was when I lived in Edmonton? No way. No. I, I, well, anyway. White Ave. White Ave below uh, hundredth. Yeah. Uh, but I once walked from my apartment to the Aviation Museum on Kingsway. Nice. That's very healthy walk. That's a fucking far walk. It is. And, and then I just checked out the Aviation Museum, and it was all right. It was like twelve dollars. <laughs> just looked around. I'm, it's like oh these are cool uh, let me read this little thing that's pretty neat and then i and then i came home nice me and karen broke into that museum but that's a story for another podcast i don't think that's um, a story for another podcast hold on a second you broke into the aviation museum in edmonton not exactly so there was like a comic-con slash like rummage sale in one of the hangar bays outside like someone had rented it and then when we finished, while we were in there, Uncle John and Crystal's dad went to uh, the Aviation Museum to check it out because they were like, we're not buying comic books or into this shit, so we're going to go next door. Yeah, I don't remember. I think everyone was out at Kingsway, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they were in there. We were like, where the fuck are these guys after we finished up? They weren't coming, so we went into the gift shop area and we're checking it out. And we're like, how much is it to go into the Aviation Museum? we got to go find our uncle and our dad and just fucking around. And they were like, Oh, it's like sixteen fifty for admission for or some shit like that. I was like, "Fuck that!" So we went in the gift shop, and there's an entrance, an exit where like they kick you out through the aviation shop. Yeah. So we were like, "Oh, what's down this hallway?" Like nonchalantly, and walked down the hallway through the exit, and then went and found John and Carrie, and ended up touring the entire museum with them and taking selfies in airplanes. <laughs> all kind of shit like that but we were looking over our shoulder thomas because we didn't fucking pay to get in there not at all how i thought this story was gonna go a little bit more pg rated a little very little rascals yeah but i like it (laughs) i like it um speaking of aviation so i've been flying a lot as you know going back and forth between montreal and vancouver (laughs) and i hate a certain kind of person when flying these people only show up at the end of the flight and i fucking hate these people so you know you don't know this because you've never flown but when you get off when you when you're done flying to your destination you have to proceed in an orderly manner to get into the plane you go row by row because we live in a fucking society and this is how the world works it's what separates us from the fucking animals but if you're way in the back and you get up the moment the plane comes to a stop and you try and butt your way through the whole fucking aisle, you are a terrible fucking person. Your time is not more important than everybody else's. What the fuck is wrong with you? I saw this woman and her husband just be like, excuse me, and then just cut this other guy who was sitting on the other side of the aisle for me, cut him right off. 
we we're all in this to fucking gather. And then Jesus. and then while one guy was getting his luggage, getting his luggage over top, she cut through under his arms so she can get ahead of this poor guy. Wait your fucking turn. Yeah, that's bit bullshit. I just the, like when human beings can't just show a little patience and kindness. That is one of my biggest fucking things. And like, like I, you know, I've just sat there gritting my teeth, but I wanted to be like, who the fuck do you think you are? For sure. And it's not, it's like, hard though. When you see that, like, and it's like, like you said, you're all in this together. Yeah. You know, I just, it's the same with lineup cutters when you're like, you are like example, when I worked for a convenience store chain, when I was 18, yeah. I had that instance where people would walk in and cut in front of someone. And like, then it becomes my responsibility to fucking be like, get the fuck. Like, I don't think, but it's just people that don't do that. And people are people that think their shit don't stink and they're better than everyone else. It just uh, is hard to fucking tolerate that without being like clotheslining them as they try to push past you. You know what yeah. I mean? And then being like, but it escalates very quickly. Cause yeah. if you then in turn say something to these people who are cutting, they're going to get hostile with you. And then you have to match their hostility with your, and then you're like, yeah. I'm getting arrested. You don't get anywhere. How did this happen? You also don't get anywhere. But like the, the thing that like really pissed me off about that whole little interaction is like I watched them go to get their bag. So it wasn't like they had to rush to another flight, which yeah, it isn't forgivable, but I understand it more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you mean. But like, <laughs> they were just they, they got to their destination. They were getting their bags and I'm watching them going you fucking assholes like you're just awful fucking people if that is how you operate in so a- Nair, i have a follow-up question mm-hmm. if that's okay by, by all means. so you're at the back of the airplane you're in the very back yeah. seat furthest away from the door and the person in front of you that you have to wait for them to go first is they they have to fold up their newspaper they have to put their jacket on and zip it up they need to check like if they're being obnoxiously fucking long, do you then become the cutter? No. Uh, uh, if I'm actually in the back, I've been in this scenario before, and I got to tell you, the best thing to do in that scenario is just accept your fate. If you are in the back of the plane, <laughs> accept the fact that you are in the back of the plane. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, like, there are certain like scenarios where I lose my mind a little bit, like internally, never externally, but if you're at Tim Hortons and you don't know what you want, you're a shit person. <laughs> it's Tim Hortons. It's it is a same. rush place. I understand what you're saying for sure. I, I'm a fucking rapid fire orderer when it comes to those things. Yeah. But when you see the person who walks in and, and you're standing behind them and it's a big lineup, you're on your lunch break, you're in a fucking hurry. They're like, I need to have a look at the menu. You, I understand exactly yeah. where you're coming or, or from. If, like, if you're at a coffee shop and you've waited in line, and you still don't know what you want, guess what? You're not allowed to fucking order anymore. You've wasted all of our time. Like, that that bothers me. But, like, when we're in a scenario where I know I'm last, I'm cool with being last. Because traveling's a pain in the ass. I actually become very forgiving of, like, sorry, man, I just got out of all this stuff. I was like, yeah, man, no worries. Do you? Yeah. It's best to be kind. Yeah. but But there are moments where i have fiery rage for people that i was at the tim hortons the other day and she's like listing off the fucking muffins there's been six muffins since 1964 (laughs) what the fuck do you need them to list it for (laughs) oh do you have chocolate chip oh oh brand oh 
Like, come on there, Susan. Let's get a fucking move on. I've been in the same situation where I'm witnessing someone's first ever time leaving their house and first ever time going to a Tim Hortons. And you're like, bitch, I know this ain't your first time. This is not your fucking first time here. Can I see the bread? What type of bread do you use? And you're just like, are you fucking fucking me right now? Goddamn sandwich bread. I had, I've had this happen in, I think it was Wendy's, but the guy was like, how big, like, how big is that burger? And the guy's like, I don't know, like a regular sized fucking hamburger. And the guy was like, no, like with your hands, can you show me how big the bun is? Okay. What about that one? How big is the bun on that one? And I was like, I'm going to put a gun in my fucking mouth and pull the trigger right now just to get out of this fucking situation. Like, are you seriously fucking asking him the size how, how of the How big bun? do you think it is? It's fucking that yeah. big. Do you think it's the pitcher? Like you're going to get this big <laughs> fucking bun? Like, yeah. Little things, little things. Yeah. So yeah, when, when it's like, so when it's acceptable, like on an airplane where I know I'm dead last or I'm like, what, row 35 of like a 48 plane, like whatever. I'm really cool with just like whatever. Uh, Accepting fate. Yeah, this is what yeah. it is. Like, I can't afford to sit in first class. I deserve this treatment. <laughs> That's funny. But if you're in the back of the plane and you think that your time is more important than everyone else's, then you can go fuck yourself. That is what I, I stand on that. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, the, 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 that's my little plane rant. It's just, it, it's also, I also have a little thing about armrests. Um, the only one that's allowed to get two armrests is the poor bastard that has to sit in the middle. We, we like one person gets one armrest and a window, the other one gets an aisle, a little extra leg room because of the aisle and a one armrest. And the poor bastard that's a sit bitch gets two armrests. We live in a society it's what separates us from the animals. There are reasons. Yeah, I like that rule. Yeah. Uh, and like, I obey these rules. Like, this is like, like flying 101 I'm teaching you right now. All right. When you finally go I on like a plane, it. when we go to Toronto yeah. to go to medieval times and we have to travel by <laughs> airway to do this, uh, just know this. Okay. If you're sitting in the middle, guess what, motherfucker? You get both those armrests. And if anyone tries to, what if you have a non-complier? How do you handle that? Do you like to have the talk with them and be like, "You get the window and one armrest. You get the fucking extra legroom, guys." I think between the three of us, we can agree that I should have both fucking middle armrests. Would you have that talk? I've kind of, I've, I haven't had to have the conversation yet because whenever I'm like flying, uh, I've been pretty lucky. It's either like I'm flying by myself and I just get the one row. I do find everyone kind of like agrees on this, like it's the unwritten rules of the air kind of thing. I like it. But periodically you get stuck playing with a game of like armrest tug of war with some motherfucker. You don't say anything. There's just this very passive aggressive like elbow push. And the moment they just give a little bit, you just fucking take it. And then you're just like, that's what's up. That is what's up. <laughs> I like it. Because <laughs> no one likes making a scene. And then I'd just be like, hey, man, look at your leg room. You get that yeah. in an armrest. This person here gets a window in an armrest. I'm stuck here. I get two armrests. It's the rules yeah, no of the shit. road. I think that's completely fair. I like yeah. your ideology yeah. on this one. There's a whole bit by this by Jim Jeffries, and I kind of like stole a little bit from it. Yeah. But it's absolutely fucking spot on. Like, there's like yeah. very few rules of like flying. Those are the ones. Like, also, like, no number twos on the fucking plane. Like, I think we can all agree, but I don't know. People will tend to break that, but whatever. Emergencies happen. I can understand yeah. the rumbling and shit could yeah. happen. 
but I agree. So that that's, that's my that's my little rant of the podcast. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time we uh, wrap it up here. But uh, again, I hope you have a tremendous birthday weekend here. Thanks, I hope man. Uh, Crystal spoils you continuously over the weekend. She never stops spoiling me, buddy. Um, uh, give my best to the family. Yeah, Talk behave yourself. And- you got some travels heading out here, so make sure you're flying safe and respecting the rules of the fucking plane. I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll keep you in the know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep you posted on all my happenings and uh, whatnot. Who are we uh, secretly cheering for this week in our NFL pool, did you say? Well, uh, they already won. It was the Carolina Panthers. No, yeah. next week you have a major pick yet? I, I don't even know what next week's schedule. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Ooh, that's fair. Okay. I just thought, why, if there's a team, text me the team just in yeah. case. Well, we'll talk about it next week when we record there. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Well, um, also, is... uh, I want to shout out the anonymous emailer. Yeah. Give us some hints on who you are. I'm curious <laughs> if it's like you're a team Sean or you're a team Tom. Like, like, do are you a rando? Do neither one of us know you? Because that would be fucking dope, actually. If we were just like a random stranger that hopped on on the beginning, it's like two sides of the story. I'll give this a shot. Like, that'd be cool. Be, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, maybe like drop a few hints in the in your wacky questions because I'll keep reading your questions out every week, provided you keep emailing. Yeah, um, no shit. Good participation with the email lately, which is nice. Yeah, we really appreciate the people either messaging on the uh, the old Instagram or uh, or emailing us. We we really appreciate it. And you know, if you want to tell your friends about the podcast, get us uh, like share us on your socials. Please follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of Story Pod, um, or TikTok, which is at Two Sides of Story Pod as well. Right. Indeed. And, oh, and did you have something to say on the... I did kind of, yeah. So Crystal's kind of started up an Instagram account as well that people can follow. There'll be some content that'll be related to us, and it's a, a promo idea, but soon to be sides. Yeah. Check her out, too. She's uh, going famous. She's going to make us famous while she's famous, and then we'll all fucking laugh in the money. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, while we're at it, like, how's our TikTok looking? How's it looking like and as in spot like amount of people following you mean yeah. not as strong. I think we're at 71 followers, which is, you know, it's OK because I don't fucking post shit, which is stupid of me because I should post yeah. more stuff and be more consistent. But in 10 days, Crystal went from zero followers to, I think, 1250 or something. She's sitting at it around right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Having a job while wanting to promote our podcast really gets in the way of promoting the podcast it definitely has a lot of fucking <laughs> challenges because you got to be consistent and now you know how jobs suck the fucking living goddamn life out of you um <laughs> it's hard to do other things sometimes yeah so Sorry i mean I, 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 mean, I was pretty on it today this week with the instagram you got a bunch of love for your birthday you know so that was pretty fucking yeah that was nice thanks all and, to all those people for sure and then uh yeah man like it's nice to see, like, we got, we hit the 200 follower mark. I mean, it's no thousand crystals, but whatever. We got 200 followers, and we appreciate all of you. Just share our shit. Um, if you get two friends to listen along to the podcast, I'll kiss every one of you on the mouth. Or probably That's not, because of the pandemic. Fair. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we'll revisit that in a little bit. <laughs> After the 78th booster shot. And that was how Thomas got herpes.
All right. Well, that does it for this week of Two Sides of the Story. I'm Tom Sides. This has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides. This has been another side of the story. Have a good week, everybody. Live long and prosper, everyone. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.